Voters in the southeast Melbourne seat of Dunkley will go to the polls this weekend for what's been called a high-stakes litmus test for the federal government. It comes as the latest news poll shows Labor's primary vote has fallen to 33%, down one. However, the government maintains its 52 to 48 lead on a two-party preferred basis. Labor currently holds Dunkley by a margin of 6.3%. But as the Prime Minister admitted on Weekend Sunrise, recent cost-of-living pressures and the political fallout over border security mean the result could go either way. It's a, a, a tough fight, but we've got the best candidate uh, for this seat in Jody. For more, let's bring in our pollies, Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek and Nationals MP Barnaby Joyce. Tanya, are you concerned by this latest news poll result as you head into the Dunkley by-election? Did you expect a bit more of a bump from the tax announcement? Oh, look, we always knew that the Dunkley by-election would be very close. Uh, as you said, this is a seat we hold by just over a 6% margin and the average swing against a government in a by-election is 7%. So we're already behind the eight ball. So, so you're that's expecting why to lose? Uh, absolutely. Laser focused on cost of living. No, I'm just saying it's tough. By-elections are tough. And that's why our candidate, Jodie Bellier, is out there every single day talking to people about what matters to them, and that's cost of living. It's why we're so happy that we saw wages starting to go up in the most recent wages data, and it's why we're focused on giving um, more than 70,000 taxpayers in Dunkley a tax cut. It's why we're focused on cheaper medicines, more bulk billing, free TAFE, cheaper childcare, expanded parental leave and all of those other things that take a little bit of pressure off the families in Dunkley. Barnaby, you expecting to win? Because those figures sound like you might. For a moment there I thought Tanya had given us a by-election when she said absolutely, but um, not, not so the case. Look, I think Nathan Conroy has a big job in front of him. We see the tragic circumstances of the death of Peter Murphy that uh, brought on this by-election. Mm. But nonetheless, uh, I, have, I believe that people have a real reason to vote against the Labor Party. It's not only in the lack of border protection and basically now we have um, people from overseas just making their own way onto our coast. Very bad on certain things such as biosecurity, foot and mouth issues such as that. But also the inability of our nation to actually defend itself full stop with this ridiculous process that we're apparently going to get new ships in the next decade or so. Uh, we can't wait that long. Um, cost of living, absolutely murdering people. Uh, they can't afford what's happening at the checkout. They certainly can't afford their power price. 500,000 people in Victoria the other day lost power and had a blackout. It's just incompetency in this government, and um, this well, let's. Storm, and we're putting nine hundred million dollars on the table, by the way, for a new for a new rail line, which are the you, down there, which the Labor storms? Party are not doing. But let's let's see let's see what the Labor Party can do. Um, they don't deserve to win. Yeah, Barnaby, let's put it that way. Let's see what happens. That was, uh, as Tanya said, that was a storm, and it was on the transmission lines, which you know wouldn't the experts say it wouldn't have mattered where the power came from. It was the transmission which was how it went out. Let's get on power though, because as you say, this is important Don't to every Australian because it's very you know, expensive at the moment. The majority of Australians would back a proposal to replace retired coal-fired power plants with small modular nuclear reactors. A new survey out this morning found 55% of voters support the idea of nuclear power, with just 31% opposing it. Tanya, more than half of Aussie voters say they would back a proposal for these. Will the government change its position on nuclear power? 
Oh, now, um, until you tell them that there's going to be a nuclear reactor next door, and then I don't think anybody's a supporter of nuclear power. This is just a fantasy. It's a distraction from what we need to do. And we know that the nuclear solution is the, the most expensive solution here. You're talking about, I think no, it's $389 billion no, it's estimated not, cost. Well, and where are the reactors going to go, Barnaby? What will it cost and where will oh, they well, go? Happy, happy we've got a solution. Already Look, we've we have approved well, I, more, than 40, say, more than 40 renewable energy projects, enough to power Two and a half oh, million no, homes. They don't We've done like that already those. since coming they to government. Like what those, the previous Tanya, government did. They, you, they don't like those. I tell well, you what, what they the, don't like well, is you putting the, wind the, factories the and solar factories had 22 all over their energy land. Policies. They don't like those. Maybe we'll do this one at a time. Tanya, let's finish your train of thought and then we'll go to Barnaby. Yeah, the previous government had 22 energy policies. They didn't land one. They were told that 24 new coal-fired power stations were going to close. They didn't replace any of them. They could have introduced nuclear when they were in government. They didn't. They're doing it now as a distraction from what will work, which is cheaper, cleaner, renewable energy. Yeah, Barnaby, final word to you, but you've got all these fresh ideas. 18 months ago, you guys were in. Why didn't you do this? Oh, look, I've been, I've been a supporter of nuclear for basically all my time in politics. A, a nuclear power plant has a, a footprint like that. Renewables. Just didn't get which, around to she, it. Tanya's still lauding them. People dislike them intensely, Tanya. They take the whole countryside. The whole, it all goes. It all goes in it. And what we see is um, if people have a choice between a small footprint from nuclear or a complete industrialisation of their landscape with wind factories, solar factories, transmission lines, there are going to be two here. I mean, it's just ludicrous. Right. And from Greta Thunberg to Richie Sunak, Prime then. Minister of, Tanya, of we'll the just UK, let be from the President of the United States to the President, to the President of France, everybody's expanding nuclear except Chris Bone and apparently you. And I mean, apparently you're the only wise ones in the world. And your idea that it's cost more is just bumpkin. Once you get away from Australia, that is bumpkin. And talk to the lady who's the leader of, of Westinghouse, runs Westinghouse. She builds nuclear reactors. It's absolute garbage. Stop saying it. It's rubbish. Okay. Well, look, we're going to have oh, to leave it there. Oh, so those... the people who are selling them think they're a good idea. So uh, Barnaby says the people who are selling, selling them think they're a good selling, idea. There's a you're surprise. selling renewables. You're selling the wind house. You're selling the salt. All foreign owned. Power, price of power going through the roof. Reliability going through the floor. And the money overseas companies. Okay. Overseas. We will have to leave it there. But the, it is interesting that the polls are saying particularly younger people are very much more in favour of these small mobile nuclear reactors.